Good afternoon, good evening. Hope you're having a great day out there. This is David Robert for the Adult Fitness Podcast. And today we're going to be talking about yoga. We're going to be talking about practicing yoga and what it might mean as a medicine to help people get through life. Okay, Yoga is one of the oldest forms of exercise known to humankind. But it's more than just a great workout. It benefits the body and the brain and even has the ability to heal. So yoga is also considered one of the oldest holistic healthcare systems of all time. I mean, let's be honest, aging isn't easy, and with it comes a whole slew of physical and health complications, including such things as arthritis, osteoporosis, high blood pressure, cardiovascular disease, and even cancer. But just to note that yoga and the benefits of it are undeniable, and each year more research uncovers how practicing yoga might be just the medicine a person might need. Now think about this for a second. We have a host of things out there that can take our stress levels through the through the roof. Um, we have work, we have family, we have um, kids, we have our commitments. We have various things that we um, we ascribe to that can cause us to have a lot of tension in our lives. I mean, just getting up in the morning and trying to get out the door can be a stress trigger. But one thing that we can we can definitely um, do in our daily lives is combat these things. We are not chained to just live a life where we're running on the treadmill of life and and letting um, the, the things in life trying to stress us out. And yoga can definitely help help with that and help to combat that. It can help improve our cardiovascular health. Like yoga might not be a cardiovascular exercise, but research has shown that it can protect against cardiovascular disease and can even reverse it. So research led by the Umaris University Medical Center in Rotterdam and the Harvard School of Public Health in Boston in December of 2015, get this, found that yoga can reduce key risk factors for heart disease by producing a lower body mass index. Weight loss improved cholesterol levels, lower blood pressure, and a reduced resting heart rate. I mean, who wouldn't want that? And as we also take another look, um, yoga can help control diabetes. Like diabetics have high, blood, have high blood sugar levels, which can lead to nerve damage and complications including pain, numbness, and poor bowel function. So we got a study that was published in April 2015, the issue of the Journal of Clinical and Diagnostic Research. It involved 30 men with diabetes who, pra- who practiced yoga. After six months, researchers discovered a significant decrease in the participants' blood glucose levels. Now, I know one of the things that when I was doing the research for this uh, piece here was that sometimes um, yoga and meditation can be looked upon by Western medicine as kind of woo-woo-y, kind of, you know, pseudoscience, kind of crackpot um, science that is not backed by peer review or anything of that nature. And so that's why a lot of the research that I looked into was looking at um, such credible sources such as um, Harvard and schools that you've heard about and stuff that has had actual clinical and diagnostic research where it's been looked at by professionals who've practiced this. Um, I think one of the things that I've found in in my own um, health journey, if you would, is that when you take time out just to sit and be still... And to be mindful, to focus on your breathing, to focus on your state, 
concentrating on your communication with yourself and what things mean, you're able to lower a lot of your tension. You're able to focus. You're able to make better decisions, have better judgment, not to rush to a conclusion. And in doing so, you're able to um, move through life with a little bit less tension. Not to say that stress doesn't itself up or there won't be tense situations but you're just better able to handle them. Uh, One of the things that I found really interesting in looking into this research was that um, yoga can also improve the quality of your life. So yoga can have a powerful effect on stress and hypertension. So I mean like we were saying if you look at the daily life of somebody in the western world Let's say they wake up and the first thing they might do is grab their phone before work, which is then followed by coffee or, you know, a donut or a cigarette. And then it's in a stress-filled sort of metal container that's carrying you off to work. And maybe it's into a job that you hate. And now this is all me just, um, this is not everybody um, in the world today, but granted we do have a large portion of our society that lives in a very stress-filled, almost bubble, if you would. And it almost seems to be that this is the norm, when in fact it, it shouldn't be. It isn't. It has detrimental effects on our health. And when we look at yoga and what the powerful effect it can have on stress and hypertension, and it can help reduce the amount of medication one needs. So there was a study in 2014, and it was published in the Journal of Clinical Hypertension. Participants who practice yoga six hours a week for 11 weeks reduced their systolic blood pressure by 33 points compared with just four points for a control group. Now researchers speculate that the slow controlled breathing paired with yoga movements decrease nervous system activity which helps manage blood pressure levels. Now just think about that for a second. Um, I'm quite sure you or you might know somebody that might say well you know that's great for those people maybe they're they don't have any responsibilities or they don't have bills to pay or they don't have a mortgage or they don't have um, things that are stressing them out. But in reality, we're making those choices, right? I mean, um, nobody put a gun to our head and said, hey, you know, you need to buy this house, you need to have these children, you need to get married, all this sort of thing. We have to remember that the choices that we're making are our own and that if it seems that you don't have the time to meditate or to or to practice yoga or to practice anything for your betterment of your health then you have to ask yourself where are you spending that time is it um, in an app is it watching television is it mindlessly looking through scrolling through your feed on Facebook and not that there's anything wrong with having scheduled time to do that so your mind can veg and have a bit of relaxation time when you, you get off work but if you are suffering from any form of these ailments where you're feeling tense and you know just anxious all the time, it could probably be within your best interests, you know, to to look at ways you can improve your life and the quality of your life. And yoga might be a great way to do that. Now you might say, well, I don't have the money to join a yoga studio. I don't want to take hot yoga, or I don't want to take, you know, any sort of um, weird sort of classes that are going to cost me a lot of money. In reality, all you need is just a floor. You know, maybe a mat if you want to get fancy, 
some relaxing music and you could just practice it just on your own. There's a lot of tutorials on YouTube. There's a lot of apps out there that you could find that could help you with that that are free um, through um, Google Play or iTunes. Um, there's a lot of t there's a lot of books at the library. I'm quite sure that you could find as well to help you do that. With the cost will very minimal. So if it's cost prohibitive, there's definitely ways around that. If it's time prohibitive, I mean you could definitely find the time to um, better your health. And if and if it isn't, then you have to kind of readjust your priorities, right? And then the last thing we're kind of looking at here is how it can strengthen our bodies and improve balance. Now, we're in the winter here. We're in Edmonton, Alberta. Um, it's January, and the roads are a bit icy. The sidewalks are a bit icy. And nothing can ruin your month or your week like almost slipping on the ice. Um, they said, according to uh, this was taken in the U.S., Center for Disease Control and Prevention. Every 20 second, a person um, who might be over the age of, you know, like 50, will perish from a fall. Every three, 13 seconds, a fall sends someone to the emergency room. So experts project that the financial toll for falls by um, people in the younger and older population will top $67 billion by 2020. That's just next year. So if you're looking for a way to help when you're walking on those icy, icy sidewalks or icy roads and kind of help your balance and your stability um, in your joints and your ligaments and your tendons, yoga is a wonderful way to do that. When you have to maintain not only these poses, but it can also help your body with um, maintaining sort of like your, your focus as it were so when you're walking and when you're um, traveling. So yeah, um, all in all, yoga is a, is a wonderful way and a wonderful tool for battling some of the things and some of the ailments that are out there, um, lowering our inf inflammation, increased energy, and boosting the mood of people who are not only going through, um, you know, stressful periods in their life, but also just people looking for a bit of calm, you know, a bit of... Uh, bit of um, relax not I want to say relaxation but definitely just um, looking to remove some of the things in our lives that are are causing us to um, to always be anxious as it were you know and and on the flip side of that we want to also look at meditation as well and so yoga is is almost I would I, I almost like to call it like the um, the the active portion of, of meditation if you would and then when you are meditating um, just you know by yourself or in a room it's where you're controlling your breath and when you're just being mindful of what's going on and you're there in the present you're not looking at what might happen or what's going to happen in the future or focusing on what's happening in the past you're just in the here and now and whether you're leading yourself a team or an organization I mean, you've seen plenty of research and knowledge about the qualities that make a good leader or a good team member. We have mountains of books on the subject of leadership and thousands of courses and seminars being given every day around the world. We do not lack information. What we're looking for is wisdom. I mean, there's a plethora of information on any subject you could think of. I mean, we're suffering from overwhelm. I think it was Tony Robbins who said in his talk, um, Release the Giant Within, in I remember hearing it in 
1996, right after the Olympics in Atlanta, where he said, we're drowning in information and we're starving for wisdom. I think Arianna Huffington also had used that quote as well when she was um, pushing her her book a couple years ago on the benefits of sleep. And we have this, this massive amount of information, massive amount of knowledge right at our fingertips, right at our phones and our screens that we could get anytime, day or night. You're you're wondering, hey, what was that movie back in 88 that had um, Hulk Hogan in it? And you could look it up and hey, you found it. Or, hey, what was that song that had that singer that jumped out of the airplane, but he wasn't wearing any pants? You could, you could find it right away, anytime, day or night. And unfortunately, with all that choice, which is a great thing, the horrible side of that is we have all that choice. There's this massive amount of of information coming at us, and it's very hard to decipher it and to curate it into what we actually need, into the things that can actually benefit us and help us. And so a new mindset of being mindful is starting to come into vogue, as it were. And we don't need more information. We need to calm our brains and the mind and work on ourselves at this deeper level in order to change the state of our being. Meditation can help you focus on the present. So as I shift my focus from the busy outer world and direct it inward, I can give myself access to my subconscious mind. I mean, let's be honest, meditation is one of the most powerful habits of today's not only top leaders who are focused on building their leadership skills, but also on people who are just trying to get an edge. I mean, if we are constantly worried, if we're constantly in a state of hypertension, if we're constantly looking at what's coming down the Twitter feed or what's happening on our Facebook feeds, and not only that, you remove the internet, we have just daily life. If we're not taking time to just sit in peace, quiet, to reflect we're in for a world of hurt and I mean again like we were talking about with yoga just just a little while ago it's very easy to to say well you know I've got kids I've got business I've got life I've I myself I have a two and a half year old and she is I believe the proper term is a whirlwind of fire wrapped in energy and believe you me I'm I'm just getting in shape just to keep up with her But the intention of meditation and the intention of yoga is to make sure that you're properly prepared and focused and able to make proper decisions. All right. Uh, The benefits suggest that meditation sharpens skills like attention, memory, and emotional intelligence. So the ability to regulate your emotions reduces anxiety, thereby potentially boosting resilience and performance under stress now trust me when you're in the bulk barn and your child has a meltdown because you won't you know let her have the jujubes that um she so desperately wants to get her little sticky hands on what do you do do you revert back to you know a lower vibration or a lower state and grab the child and just walk out of there or do you calmly start to think to yourself your inner monologue and say okay you know what we have a situation here where my child is having a meltdown. Now is not the time to yell or scream or to strike the child because if you hit her in public, they'll take her away from you. Um, but 
what you can do is to think, how can I, you know, from my meditation practices and my yoga practices, how I can be mindful, mindful in this setting and deal with this in a calm and focused manner, right? So meditation can help you focus on the present as you shift your focus from the busy outer world and direct it inward. Um, we can bridge that gap between the conscious and the subconscious mind, but also how we can make better decisions and better choices and have a better quality of life. Um, but yeah, that'll bring us to the end of this episode today. just want to thank you for taking the time out to listen. Um, again, just want to uh, let you know we got a lot more episodes coming, so stay tuned. But um, yeah, I just want you to stay fit and have fun out there and have a great evening. Take care.